0: All right, welcome to We're Not From Harvard. This is the We're Not From Harvard sports section, and I'm your host, Austin. I'm joined today with Nat Thompson. Hello. And today we're going to break down the 2006 Rose Bowl, USC versus Texas, which is one of the greatest college football games ever played, and it'll be fun to relive this moment. It's probably the best, one of the best sports moments I think we've both had.
1: Yeah. Yep. I would say so, and I obviously want to say the greatest game of all time, but... A little biased, so. yeah, a little, a little, little <laughs> bit. Uh,
0: so our plan is to start the fourth quarter of the 2006 Rose Bowl on your championship DVD. Hopefully, every everybody out there has one of those. I don't know why you wouldn't be. If, you're if not, go get this. one. <laughs> yes, okay. you're a little. Late. We'll get one. <laughs> them right from your local Blockbuster. There you go. <laughs> so we're gonna start the fourth quarter here in a sec when we come back from our break. So, why don't we do a quick game recap? Now, I really wanted to do the whole second half breakdown, but that was like two hours, so yeah. I, this fits right into an hour. I thought it would be perfect. Yeah. Um, as we, we both remember, Texas gets off to an awful start in this game. As we are, were about to watch David Pino miss a chip shot field goal. Yes. That, which he, is
1: he was a big help to us in that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of hurt my confidence level going into this, you know, fourth quarter. But. Yeah. We believed in Vince. Yeah. Uh, so. Quick recap. Lindell White is killing us. Scores the first touchdown of the game. USC goes up 7-0. The second quarter is insane, which kind of deserves its own breakdown. Maybe we'll we'll do that at some point. But that's the Reggie Bush lateral that they don't review. Yes. Might have been a forward pass. Might have been a fumble. Whatever. And we're also missing the Vince Young knee lateral, yep. which should not have counted. They should go back and look. But we're probably still scoring that drive. I say like, where were we at the 8-yard line at the time? I mean. It's... Yeah, I think 8 or 10. So yep. they didn't stop Vince the whole game. Besides that first quarter, then we're going to stop them there, uh, and then USC really starts to take over here in this fourth quarter. So heading into it, it's twenty-four. You USC a, with
1: twenty-four and Texas
0: with twenty-three.
1: It was a very defensive, defensive first half, um, very you know minimal scoring, and it it was it was not that way. You know, getting into the second half, it seems like both offenses really start heating up. Yeah, it's crazy. This fourth quarter. There is five scoring
0: drives in 15 minutes. Yep. USC USC scores twice, and Texas gets two touchdowns. You know, the last six minutes of the game, they had a field goal at the beginning. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get to that. So, this is definitely one of those games you remember, like where you were, and this is like a month before we became friends. And started working together. So where did you I don't know where you watched this game. Where did you where did you watch this game at?
1: I was with a couple of buddies on my at my apartment on Stastny, right at 30, 35 in Stastny. Yep, I remember it. Were they Texas fans? They were both acting as Texas fans. One of them was other. a big Texas fan, the other one was a buddy of mine who just kinda put on the gear. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know anything about football. What was y'all's overall... also thought I
0: was a lunatic. Yeah, we all... Yeah. <laughs> we you. watched games together, so I know. But I'm the same way with the Spurs. Sure. Yeah. I'm a, a, a lunatic with that. So, what, uh,
1: what was your confidence level in the team? Going into the game or going into the fourth quarter? Both. Both. Um, well, I thought, due to all the hype, I remember just everything you hear, not just the announcers during the game, the analysts... It, it seems like no one was giving Texas a shot.
0: Yeah, this was definitely the ESPN hype train for USC, greatest football team ever. Yep, that's what
1: they say. Well, and you, and you look at what USC had done the two years before, and I mean, you can't really blame people for thinking that.
0: No, There's... and so I looked, I looked at their schedule, and you know all the results from this year. They'd be like five or six ranked teams. Yeah. There's more than Texas. Texas only beat four ranked teams, right? Now they beat the crap out of them too. But yeah. this USC team was freaking up.
1: unbelievable. They were good. They were absolutely. They were. A, it was a very complete team on both sides of all. Mm. I mean, look at the individual names that that came out of this this game on both sides and their and their careers. You know, in the, yeah, we'll, in the we'll league. talk about that later. But I think yeah. it's
0: like forty nine of the players that played in this game
1: went pro that's insane <laughs> uh, yeah, I always had confidence in, in, in Vince because you know watching him through the years uh, I was pretty confident and I liked being the underdog I remember yeah and I don't
0: so I was like this with the Spurs in this 2003 2005 range of just having ultimate confidence I knew Vince Young was going to win this game later in the game we're down 12 or 6 minutes all I was saying was stop the score and that's it we're good we're gonna win the game like Vince Young's gonna do it and I wonder if that's because I was a young sports fan and hadn't experienced the heartbreak because when I watch like the Spurs play now or in 2014 <laughs> I was about to die okay. even though they freaking won in five games but I am like I was freaking out the whole time we're gonna screw this up I've seen this before but I was what, 21 yeah I was 21 or 20 whenever uh, this game was played so I, I hadn't experienced that heartbreak yet yeah and you being a Spurs fan there wasn't a lot of heartbreak in, the, in those not yet Oh no, four, so... 4 the Fisher shot just happened mm-hmm. but I didn't see it live because they were down 20 and then I had stepped out and came back and I saw they'd only lost by one and I was like oh okay well at least they they hung in there and I saw how they lost then they won in oh five. 5 then the heartbreak starts to come yeah. but they still won you know they won in 07 as well but as a Texas fan I hadn't experienced that yet besides
1: losing to Oklahoma right right and I think you know we were beginning to see what Vince truly was going to be you know somewhat in part of his sophomore year and then really showed it um, I mean part of his freshman year and really showed it his sophomore year and then he just kind of uh, polished his game in in his junior year there and we saw it the whole season Mm -hmm. so I watched a little
0: bit of the pregame as this is a good part to talk about everything that doesn't involve the game right now because nothing happens in this first five minutes and then the game goes insane Uh, right when I think it changes when Jamal Charles fumbles or doesn't fumble however you want to see that if you're a USC fan or Texas fan Uh, but so I watched the pregame. Do you remember the only ESPN commentator that picked Texas?
1: I did not. Is Lee Corso. That's it. It Corso's the one. Yes.
0: That is it. Of course, Mark May. You got Mark May. You have Herb Street and Corso. May went to USC. So obviously he's going to pick. Oh, yeah. He picked them 45 to 27. Wow. Yeah.
1: And Herb Street also picked USC over Texas. Yeah, it'd be like Herb Street if Ohio State was in the game. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, so. yeah. So there
0: was, I don't know, like ESPN. I think that whole month leading up, I don't know if you remember, but they had like the greatest team of all time tournament yeah. when they they took USC versus 1996 Washington Huskies. Who's you know who's going to be the best team and all that and i think they picked usc over everybody but maybe the 2001 hurricanes or something like that
1: yeah i was gonna say texas or usc fan i don't think either one of us have that particular title in my opinion but (laughs) but (laughs) as much as i'd like to i'm trying to be yeah no but yeah they just they we, we never really were given a fighting chance uh to win that game and it, judging even from the will Farrell and matthew mcconaughey commentary before the game yeah um you know they, they got heisman they got multiple heismans they got national championships you know and they went to you know three in three years and yeah, it was a juggernaut
0: yeah i don't i don't blame usc fans for thinking they're gonna roll sure i mean like i would think the same way if we were texas and we we're going for our You know, third straight. Technically, our third straight. If you want to count the co one, Uh, this one, yep. So, if you're following along at home, you just saw Reggie Bush fly to the end zone and flip, which is pretty impressive. They had bottled him up all night, and that was his, you know, his Heisman moment, I guess.
1: Yeah, Reggie Bush was um, putting putting my personal opinions. Uh, of his, of him and his character aside, he's he an un, unreal athlete, and there's there's no denying that. Just every time he got the ball, you just kind of, you know, grit your teeth <laughs> in this game. Even if we had a good game plan for him, yeah. Which really,
0: I mean, you see him do that, and then you wonder why he's not in the game at the very end. Well, which we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> some dang coaching mistake. Mistake. When you when you watched this the other day, did you notice Dan Faust's uh, Harry Potter reference during this? I did, I did not. Okay, he makes uh, and I hate Harry Potter, but uh, I know no Harry Potter's. I was forced to watch all 27 movies or however many there. Oh my gosh! He makes a like flying broom Quidditch comparison, and he talks about oh yeah, you know Reggie Bush just needs his flying broom. This is a game of Quidditch. She's not even playing football. So I don't know. I don't know how many football fans fans got that, but not many. Not many. Voice yes. from Dan Faust. Yeah. So did like this? Did, did his kids read those, or do you think he just got done reading them?
1: Yeah. Dan Faust, Keith Jackson.
0: Yeah, Dan Faust. So this is Keith Jackson's last game.
1: Oh,
0: never. He's perfect. Like even how he says University of Southern California. He doesn't say USC the whole time. It's like, just it's just perfect college football.
1: It is never gets never gets rattled, you know. Mm-hmm. No, never. Remember they're showing Matt Leinert's father in the crowd and this lady behind him putting the horns down, which is the hand sign of every school in the entire country other than Texas. So yeah, like you can watch
0: like a Prairie View A&M game and they're doing it. And yeah. you're like, what, what? We're not even playing. <laughs> We've never played you ever. <laughs> it's, it's weird. So going, you know, through the season results, what do you remember from that season? Like, just the best moments? Because like, for me, there's always a moment in the Longhorn season or like the Spurs playoff run, where I go, okay, they're ready. Like They're going to make a
1: championship run. Yeah. What do you remember that for you? Well, I mean, throughout the season, there were some ups and downs. I mean, we didn't slaughter everybody. Um, But a few that stand out is, um, first of all, slaughtering Oklahoma. That was beautiful. That was wonderful to watch. And, yeah, I believe it was Rhett Bomar um, was the one that was – and sees Brian Robison in, in his nightmares. Uh, Highly recruited, but, yep. Red Belmar. I remember. I remember the. I remember beating the Tar out of Oklahoma. I remember the the falling back catch against Ohio State by Lima Swede to win. And uh, one that stood out was the A and M game. It was an absolute bloodbath, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not a pretty mm-hmm. game. I was at the game, and it was not. Was a that- was that at College Station? At College yes. That's right. And I remember Vince, the only game all season, he had to wear a face shield. Um, I heard someone say it was because they were being too rough on him and trying to hurt him. But I, I can't obviously confirm that. But um, but he wore a clear face mask in that game, I remember. And it was uncharacteristic of him. But, I don't... you know, ended up squeaking out that one. A lot of defensive plays. Michael Griffin blocked punt in the end zone. Um... And I, of course, I remember the the Oklahoma State going down twenty-eight to twelve, and then leave, you know keeping that scoreless in the second half and coming back to win. win big on that in that game, but yeah, there was there was a few a uh, few close ones. But there's yeah, there's Jamal Charles's fumble, incomplete pass. Yeah, if you're if you're watching at home, those millions
0: of people watching at home, following along with us, I'm sure just saw the Jamal Charles fumble it's going under review in slow motion it totally looks like a fumble obviously when you speed it up or real time it doesn't so don't you have to pull e- the ball e- in?
1: E- don't you have to cradle the ball or make a football move I, I don't feel like he ever he ever actually truly completed possession of the
0: he he never made a football move
1: he had two hands on it he stood he just stood in one spot right there was bringing it down and then it got pulled out. Yeah. You can't overturn that call in that spot. You can't. And our Carol challenges it. Yeah.
0: But it's huge. So, I mean, the Reggie Bush lateral, which was a fumble, wasn't a forward pass. It was not. It was not reviewed. Vince's knee is not reviewed. What if this does not get reviewed? I don't think Texas comes back.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there are a few calls that really just seem to shape the game. Uh, I mean, it, and in this particular one, Jamal Charles, it was not a fumble. I mean, they, I don't no. see anything they could tell, convince me it's a fumble. And that's not a bias, because I, I will straight up admit that Vince's knee was down before he lateraled that ball to Sylvan the Young. There's yeah. no question about it. Um, so I feel like there was a, there was a few calls that, um, that could, were a little bit questionable. Yeah, really. In that second quarter, when things
0: go crazy, even Michael Griffin's interception in the end zone was ruled incomplete, and they reviewed that and they one, overturned it. One foot down, correctly. <laughs> so we get Texas gets a field goal on this drive, right?
1: Yes, to make it thirty-one twenty-six. Okay.
0: I was like, watching Vince is is insane. Like, I, after this game well, not after this game, but after his pro career went the way it went, like, I never said anything about the NFL draft anymore. It's like, if this guy wasn't successful, I don't know who would be. Yeah. Now, I know he yes. had some maturity issues, but...
1: It was. It was that, and um, I think the ta- the pure talent level just didn't translate well. Uh, I think it was part of it, but I think most of it was just a, just an immaturity. I don't think he he's admitted that now. Yes, he has. He, he approached the game wrong mentally. Which is a shame. Having, having a coach like Jeff Fisher didn't help any. Help matters, but
0: no. <laughs> Who they didn't even want him. They wanted Matt liner because yep. of their USC
1: ties. Yep. Jeff Fisher went to a Super Bowl because of Steve McNair, not because of Jeff yep. Fisher, In my opinion. But I would agree. Yeah, but I don't. I don't believe that was a. That was a fumble by any means. No. Man, Billy Pittman, what a hero in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he, I mean, he he had a couple good moments going forward with with Colt. Yeah.
1: But this is his
0: like breakout performance. He's in a lot of big plays.
1: He is, and I believe the leading receptions in this game was uh, David Thomas. Yeah. Oh, Colt- for sure quite a few quite a few good ones yeah. uh, and quite a few uh, good first downs for us yeah he he was always pretty
0: dang solid I don't think he had a long pro career he didn't he went to the Saints and
1: Patriots I believe but that was it Saints and Patriots yeah I think he, I think he probably played long enough to get his pension which <laughs> yeah. is what pretty much they do you know <laughs> so
0: 49 Texas and USC players from this game go on to play in the NFL. Wow. I'm surprised
1: actually it's... surprised it's not actually a little bit more because I believe I took... I one time took the starting rotation on Texas offense and defense. Out Out of those 22 players, 20 of them played in the NFL. Well, so
0: that only says that played in this game. Brian Arakbo didn't play in this game. Colt McCoy right. didn't play in this suited,
1: game. They were suited up, right?
0: Right. And I think Jordan Shipley might be on this team, too. Was he a freshman? A redshirt freshman?
1: I guess he would have had to have been.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he played in the NFL, too. So that's three one guys point, right there.
1: You can see Colt in the background at one point in this game, I remember. I, yeah, I he's remember. he's anymore. warming up Vince Young. Is he? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty neat. Oh, good kid.
1: He's another one I thought would be a little better, but he's carved out a pretty good career in the pros. Oh man, he's got the best job in the world. Millions of dollars and don't get roughed up. Nope. I love it. You know, and I can't wait for him to, you know, come back to, come back to Austin and, and, you know, be here with this community and everything. And I believe he bought up all those Dunkin' Donuts franchises. Did he? He's got some after, after football uh, business ventures to keep him going. Hmm. Well, He's a smart dude. Is the one thing that stood out to me is did they have a spy on Vince Young during this game? I don't know. We can, I don't, I, I was watching the game and looking in the backfield for anyone spying, I couldn't see one. It seems the same, like they just bring different blitzes. Same time though, would it have done any good? Yeah, because it's no one was ever really used to the way. Wow, Casey stuttered saved, yeah, saved, saved us five, three points right there, yeah, falling on that Vince fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure it would have mattered. No one, no one, no one could figure out the running style of Vince because he wasn't a quick shifty guy, it was his decisiveness and his gallop, yes, yeah, and, it's and such just a overall, overall strength. That, yeah, really, just I don't know how you. Just have to gang tackle them and hope for the best, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but you got some some
0: studs, like future pros at linebacker. You got Brian Cushing. Is Ray Malaluga? Keith Rivers. Like you got three studs. You think you could, you know, maybe put a spot on? Yeah. So the last the last play of the game, which we'll we'll get to on the famous you know fourth and five. I think they drop. Frosty Rucker back as their spy, their defensive end, which is freaking stupid, and they blitz the corner? Or blitz a safety? We'll have to take another look, but Frosty Rucker is freaking awesome, but he's not going to stay with Vince Young.
1: Questionable game plan, yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Some definitely
1: questionable coaching by by Pete Carroll. Who's it the was, coordinator? And, and, our, and Gene Chizik's defense that he called for Texas for this game... He went. He really did uh, went with speed, you know, at the linebacker and secondary positions, um, as opposed to a jumbo package. Hence, why we were getting uh, gashed at the middle by by Linda White. Yeah, but, Linda White was phenomenal in this game. Not to take anything away from the, their their uh, run blocking schemes, they they were they were amazing. So, to open up the open up the hole in the middle. But we we're yeah, we were. Pretty much holding Reggie Bush in check.
0: Yeah, until so the.
1: Comparatively. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's so many guys on this team that I just, I forgot about. Like, I hadn't thought about uh, Killebrew in forever. He's, he was legit. Right. Uh, okay. ter- uh, Terrell Brown. I'm loving Terrell Brown or Remont's
1: Taylor. Yes. Now uh, Remont's Taylor could have had a lot better career had he made. different decisions (laughs) yes your better
0: decisions on the stretch I think we both have an affinity for romance Taylor but wasn't the smartest guy No. so this play right here Killebrew gets roughing the passer in time or in the moment you're going shit this is not good however USC probably takes another two minutes off the clock maybe a minute off the clock to get that 15 yards it changes the whole game Yeah, they was, score immediately after this yeah that was that was rough and passer no 100% rough yeah. and passer but if it doesn't happen Vince has a lot less time at the end of the game yeah yeah it's wild to, to yeah see, see little things to have everything panned out so I think they score on this next play it might be the, the play after but uh, this second half liner was fantastic a game I really want to do if we can get a copy of it is when they played in the pros against each other yes I would love a
1: copy I I remember I was for that one too I do too I don't know this is the the, I call this the broken arm the Terrell Terrell Brown broken arm catch Uh Uh, oh yeah that's coming yeah when him and Michael Griffin collide
0: mm-hmm I think it's on this next play. And that was,
1: who was it? Michael Griffin and Brown, Terrell, right? Terrell Brown, yep. Yeah. yeah, Brown. And, Kawhi, and you can see him just sandwich Terrell Brown's arm between mm-hmm. Griffin and Dwayne Jarrett, or as you, you always look to call it, Dale Jarrett. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Dale Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> That's close enough. It's close.
0: Shoot, all three of those guys went pro.
1: Just in That's that it. one little play right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's just littered with them. And Michael Griffin and Terrell Brown had long careers. Yeah. Brown with the there was Brown with the uh, mainly the Niners, I believe. And then Griffin, of course, uh, majority with the Titans. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're down here in a minute we'll be down after this extra point 38 to 26 with 642 and I think I saw an interview with you know Reggie Bush and Dwayne Jarrett not Dale Jarrett and they're they're like this game's over with Yeah, but you can kind of if you look while Vince is driving and see Matt Liner's face he keeps putting his helmet on like every 30 seconds like oh they're gonna fucking score puts the helmet on and takes it yeah. off. And they keep cutting back to it, and it's like, I think he's the one guy that knew.
1: He was intimidated, I think. Yeah. Can okay, I had some thoughts like, hey, maybe I should have foregone my senior year. Probably
0: shouldn't have done this. <laughs> who, who had the first pick uh, that year? Oh, gosh. Was it the Niners?
1: First pick when Liner did go? When he didn't go he didn't go because he was supposed uh, to be the first pick I don't remember the year before who had it
0: and of course after this was the the Texans yep which so before the game Dan Faust talks about his interview with Vince Young and Vince tells him I'm coming back I'm not going pro I'm coming back yeah I didn't didn't keep that promise well, it was because Houston got the number 1 pick and he thought there's no way they're not going to pick me. I'm yep. going. Well, turned out to be wrong, which I'm sure made
1: your day getting him cuz you're yep. a big Titans fan. It did. It did make my day. Um, if he had gone to the Houston Texans, I would have had to had to become a Texans fan. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't could root for the guy especially twice a year, you know. Well, this is
0: a good time to talk about it while there's a show showing replays. Terrible Brown, yeah. but uh, I
1: knew it was broken
0: right off the bat. And oh carried, yeah, carried immediately splinted it up. And... So when you were little, you're an Oilers, Oilers fan, right? I was, yes. So what made you go with
1: the team to Nashville? I followed them um, at the time. No, nobody knew when the next Houston NFL team was going to be formed. Sure. Great. So I, I wasn't gonna just sit around and wait. So I just followed, reluctantly followed them to mm-hmm. It's a pain. It's a pain in the butt, Have you know, not being able to watch games and having to go to a bar with a Sunday ticket. And, um, but yeah, I followed him there. And then once the Texans were formed, I just kind of stuck with the Titans. And, you know, he had a, uh, I wouldn't call him a bust necessarily, but I mean, he, did, he had a disappointing NFL career. Yeah, I'd call him. Mean, the guy, one. the guy made two Pro Bowls, so he wasn't, it wasn't a bust. Um, but yeah, he 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 certainly could have handled things differently, um, attitude, attitude wise. Yeah, he
0: won sixty percent of his games. He had talent. Just he was always injured, and it was like little injuries. I would say disappointing. I wouldn't call him a bust. But this is the part of the game where he just goes off, thirty-eight, twenty-six, six, forty-two, and nobody can stop him.
1: It's like watching Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. Or it, truly like that. it truly is. It truly is. You can say what you want about Vince Young, but you cannot deny that there 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 was no moment too big for him. He he absolutely shined in, in the under the most pressure, and that's that's just a winner. That's what winners do. What were you thinking? Do you remember? So when thirty, when it was thirty-eight to twenty-six, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was getting pretty nervous. But I never truly lost faith because seeing, watching Vince all year long, you've seen what he does. You saw it against Oak State. You saw him. I mean, you you've seen it. Yeah. And so I know that he can. I know what he can. He's capable of. Um, there were a couple of points later in the game here that I almost lost faith <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> But at this point, no, I was just probably the entire second half, the entire fourth quarter, at least, standing. I was not sitting on my couch ever. No, like, I, I stood standing the whole... And pacing, pacing up and down. The... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you?
0: Well, like I kind of said before, like, I remember having ultimate confidence in him, really he done it all year and I hadn't experienced that heartbreak so I'm I'm still like oh well, this is my team of course they're gonna win because I'm I'm rooting for them, right uh, doesn't happen later on but I don't know just while just watching him all year especially in that o- Oklahoma State game like I knew they were gonna pull that out I knew they were gonna pull this out the whole time I'm just saying hey score stop and we're gonna we're gonna have that last possession. We're gonna win the game. But God, there's five minutes left. They're still down 12. And they're on the 40.
1: Like it's 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 crazy. And this, I was, I was a little concerned with giving the ball back to the, the Trojans. Yes. Uh, you know the the way that they had just they've been on fire just in this fourth quarter. And I just didn't want to. You know, I was confident in Vince, but at the same time, our defense you know yeah. know Liner liner was capable of you
0: know just yeah well we needed USC to make some mistakes I think with some play calling and they did we can thank Lane Kiffin for that yes there's another huge play so if you just if you got the tape clicked in you'll see uh, that USC corner I forgot his name drops that interception or he goes to bat it down
1: hey look Yeah, it looks like he's trying to bat it down yeah so I think I did, because he probably could have come up with that one. Oh, easily. So this part of the game is like unbelievable. I just want to watch it. Just <laughs> yeah, talk about two blue blood football programs playing against each other. It was just, it was just such an amazing game.
0: Yeah, just studs, studs, studs. I always forget Jamal Charles too, even though we talked was about him earlier.
1: Was there? Yeah. He went
0: on to have the best pro career of anyone, right? Of, of the a Texas team.
1: Yeah. Um and Michael Griffin's was pretty long. True. Um let me try to think. Yeah, I mean, Huff had a long one too, but Yeah. Blaylock had a pretty good oh one. sure sure. Um oddly enough, Lima Swede, yeah, just never and already got a shot with the Steelers. Um just couldn't couldn't make it. Yeah, he was like a second-round pick, too. And Cushing had a good NFL career until they found out why he was having a good NFL <laughs> career. <laughs> yeah, the whole steroid thing. I remember thinking on one play when the Texans were playing the Titans, and Chris Johnson took off on a, on a run. Full speed. Cushing runs him down from behind. <laughs> And at that point, I was kind of knew. <laughs> like He was getting some assistance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just run around the fastest man in the entire run down the fastest man in the entire mm-hmm. NFL? It shouldn't happen. It Vince, Vince on his touchdowns. Just if you remember, Vince—he didn't throw a single touchdown pass in this game. No. And Linner threw one, but he threw a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, he just made his runs look so effortless. Just, and at the end of the, this touchdown that he scores, uh, you know, the second to last touchdown here, he, he just got this look on his face like, hey, we got more work to do. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to jump around and celebrate. Still got work to do. Defense come through for me, you know. I remember
0: an interviewer, he said, he went to the sideline, he's just telling the defense, you just give me the ball back, and we're going to win the game, you know, give get one cool. stop. And they do they certainly did so like even we're watching the replay of his touchdown run or second to last touchdown run like even when they get pressure it doesn't feel like they're getting pressure on Ventile at all it's like a single step and then no one's by him his steps are like, so
1: long I feel like he had such a good instinct on on where to be where where to turn inside where to you know which direction to go I wonder what Pete Carroll
0: would do differently with this game again. I mean, have gone to the NFL a year earlier. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you think this is a an awful loss? He experiences maybe the worst
1: Super Bowl loss of all time. He's had some success too, but. Yeah, he, he seems kind of just meant for the NFL because Seattle's been a, a really solid program year by year
0: yeah which is pretty crazy like i think a lot of people you know during this time just thought he could coach
1: college because he had failed in the pros Mm -hmm. so but uh, second chance is what they need sometimes i guess yeah who knows if saving you know saving went back to the nfl who knows yeah might start a yeah 10 years uh, yeah Lendale White in this game was really aggravating me. And then of course he goes on to play for the Titans. And <laughs> but he was a good Titan. He led the league in touchdowns one year.
0: He did I had he him did. like the one year I played fantasy football, I had him, I think he got 16 touchdowns ah, with dang. like yeah. 20 rushing yards every game, but he'd have, you know, like yeah. goal <laughs> line punches, yeah. Well <laughs> it worked out. That's yeah. It's like 14 points right there.
1: you remember seeing was Aaron Ross a nickelback in this because you're uh, starting you're starting corners um,
0: or Brown and Cedric Griffin
1: yeah it looks like it Cedric Griffin and Terrell Brown and I, I believe I saw Aaron Ross come in on a slot on mm-hmm. a slot guy when you're that stacked and you got Michael Huff who um whats the defensive back award uh the, Jim Thorpe Jim Thorpe won the Jim Thorpe award that that year and then right next to I got Michael Griffin yeah two that's really 10 years years yeah just a wild yeah just a wild group of guys
0: on both sides oh yeah USC you can say the exact same thing yeah so we got less than three minutes. Texas still has three timeouts which I was excited about.
1: I'm thinking, hey, we just got to get this stop right here. Oh, the game management by Mac was, yeah. Couldn't have been better.
0: So second and seven. Let's see what USC does here. So this is very similar to the play that they ran earlier but it was for a different a different back out of the backfield uh, where I think they got like 30 yards on it but at this point in the game you gotta give the ball to Lindell White or Reggie Bush you can't throw to a, a fullback no one's ever heard of out of the backfield
1: I agree um, and Reggie Bush his his dancing to the to the perimeter just it wasn't working because the speed that we had in our defensive backfield it was Uh, all pros they were just gang tackling yeah they were just just everybody was just collapsing on him here on this play is where they uh, Lindale runs out the middle makes it fourth down and two I believe yeah well it would have been fourth and
0: one if he doesn't fumble yeah which is the probably the second
1: biggest defensive play and we're just—we're both thinking. All we gotta do is give Vince the ball back. Yeah, that's all we're thinking. And on fourth and two, I probably had a heart rate of around 160, hyperventilating. Yeah.
0: So a couple of things I noticed on the rewatch, and Ross is the one that causes that fumble to make it fourth and two instead of fourth and one. And Ross fumbles the opening punt yeah, return. Yeah, I was say he had to make up for it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> You know, a lot of kids nowadays that I coach, you know, they make one mistake and it's, they're done. I'll he fumbled to the national championship game,
1: kept playing, and look what playing. happens. Got to prove yourself. Yeah. And we had. And have Reggie point. Bush was able to shake off his awful True. decision as well, you True. know. Yeah. You know, who was it that made this stop? Was, there's a collection of a few, but I believe Brian Robeson was the. Roberson. Roberson and Huff were the were the key, yeah. Key in the stop of Lyndale White on fourth down.
0: I don't remember where I heard this, but they it was an interview with Michael Huff. He might have been on the Football Life. I'm not sure, but anyway, he says I knew exactly what play they were going to run. That was the play they ran earlier in the game on a fourth and one where Linda White scored. And okay. so he's just he's telling the whole defense this is exactly what they're doing. And I
1: think just, they just blitzed everybody. <laughs> it's just a dive, yes. I mean... And clearly short, so I'm glad there's no controversy. Not, in that. not, no controversy in that. But, and I remember the, I remember these chains coming out. <laughs> like,
0: real talk, like, super dramatic chain crew right here. Because they put it down, they put
1: it in front USC's of up,
0: and then they move it that extra foot. And, and they pull go, it oh, back.
1: Texas sideline goes crazy, and Vince, Vince knows... Yeah, I, I knew we were gonna win the game at this point. It was such a hostile environment too, and and USC was basically playing home. They basically had home field advantage. Yeah, I mean, this is in their backyard. God, I couldn't imagine being
0: a USC fan losing at this game. So I'm sure they are talking so much shit.
1: So we get to we get to like see to... the drive. This is the final drive, and I'd like to give a little attention um, to the who I believe is the unsung hero of this final drive, and that is Brian Carter, wide receiver, number two. Number two. Number two. That poor guy. He never. He never went to the NFL. He makes two crucial catches, including that that one on a on a slant, and runs out of bounds to give him a first down. I don't remember anything about Brian Carter. (laughs) <laughs> other than this game Except this I, c- I couldn't tell you A single reception he made The entire year No Yeah things weren't Looking great on this drive You know Started out They were just all over Vince You know he's throwing Throwing balls like that At Swede's feet And uh Before you know it Third and twelve Yeah that The play before That one Frosty
0: Rucker Catches Romance Taylor a defensive end And he came from The other side Came from the left side of the line to catch yeah. him on the right or the, the right side to catch him on the left yeah, that's a that's a Jadavian Clowney kind of move there. yes I just went oh my god like how, how do you do that so now it's third and 12 this is the biggest USC mistake to this point 38-33 USC and it should be fourth and five Quan, but they got Quan him. Cosby
1: yeah Quan Cosby
0: so at least Cosby has moments.
1: Very little playing time in this. He went on to have obviously lots more playing time in the, in the coming years. Yes, him I and somebody, Cole. somebody, somebody different under center. I think we remember him. Yeah, yeah, him and Cole were unbelievable. And this was this was also they even called um, incidental, I believe. Yeah, because it was a five yard, and even when they were showing the replay, they're like, I'm not sure that's incidental. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing with the Jamal Charles
0: fumble, though. In slow motion, it looks like he's really hanging on, but in real
1: time, I think I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's a grab and let go. It's a grab and let go. Yeah, yeah. Because at, at that at that point, I was probably the most nervous. And it was third, third and twelve. Oh yeah, when they and <laughs> before they called that the flag, I was like, holy crap! And just grabs for yeah. no reason. Thursday. I wonder what that guy's doing today. <laughs> Gotta to grab the face mask.
0: <laughs> so I think they, they just showed Liner, like, get his helmet and get ready. He looks nervous as
1: crap. He does. So
0: this is the play you are talking about where
1: that's actually not the one I was referring to. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He was clearly down. Yeah, this isn't. Brian Carter catches a pass over the middle and gets tackled. And then after his knee is down, a good while after his knees down, they pull the ball out after he's on the ground down right there. Yeah.
0: This is the worst review of any play, which helps Texas because it gives them like a free timeout. But that ref's got to come in there and say, Hey, <laughs> he clearly was down. You watch it in real time, he looks down for like a second or two.
1: Yeah, it wasn't really even a close. No, it wasn't.
0: But they, they review this one, but they don't review the lateral
1: or the, or mm-hmm. the knee. So it, it comes into question. And the crowd obviously just responds to whatever, you know, their their team's players are doing afterwards. And that was clearly down. And then they strip it after he's already down. And their players get up, you know, jumping up saying it's their ball. Yeah. Of course they, they get a lot of booze once they you know review it and find find the correct call. Yeah, clearly down. But yeah, that's his first big catch and then he he gets the next one. I feel like at this point, maybe Leinert was still seeing stars. Maybe when he got popped, we got popped on the ground earlier in the game. Yeah, he looks. Once they cut back to him, he looks a little lost. He's like, "Just give me screen passes." Yeah. <laughs> I can't see down. I can't see downfield right now. <laughs> and who was that that popped him? Was it Huff or Aaron Ross? Uh Killebrew. Oh, they popped him on the ground. On the Rough in the Passer? No, no, no. Oh. And Liner okay. took that shot earlier in the game. Where it was, it right was uh... Yeah. But Killebrew got him later on. That's where he got up and took his helmet off and was shaking his head. Mm. So this kind stoppage... That reminds me of a certain, certain Colorado quarterback. Oh, Clat? We got... Clat, Joel Clat. <laughs> we got popped by... Was it Drew Kelson? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a game we did not talk about, but seventy to three in the
1: championship game. Wow. Yeah, there was a there's a sixty-two to nothing Baylor. Yes. Baylor came in there, sixty six to fourteen Kansas. And Vince Vince, very smart, just find, finds a way to get to the edge right there to get a first down. Just looks seconds left. So much in control. Like no panic. Oh,
0: I'm gonna sidestep this guy. Ah, juke him. I'll go out of bounds. I think he might have missed a hole to the left. It looked like there was no one there, but I'm not going to
1: second-guess Finchon. No. The game just came, kind of came naturally to him. Yeah. And he, he truly was a man amongst boys in, in college. Yes. Yeah. Particularly in college once he finally... Which is just crazy because he's, he's
0: a star in this game full of NFL pros.
1: But yeah, there's their catcher talking about. That's, that's the one I'm referring to, Yeah. yeah. 47 seconds left A slant pattern and get out of bounds at about the 13 and yeah no one's ever heard of Brian Carter but well, this is definitely apex Brian Carter
0: <laughs>
1: and Vince Young Selvin Young went on to have a pretty he played a few years for Denver a I believe he was yeah, just in, injury prone yeah and then
0: their other running back uh, Melton went on to be a pro bowler defensive end defensive end yeah which I never was a fan of of Melton because he always dived in the end
1: zone instead of running over the guy. I would say Melton was too big to make it a running back, but uh, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan, so I know that that's not the case. No. <laughs> Derrick Henry seems to be doing all right. Yes, he's just fine. And, and that that play right there, the the bomb to the end zone there, where it went off the fingertips of i Swede. It was it was close, but it almost felt to me when I was watching it that the game's not ending that way. So Swede was our hero in the Ohio State game. But it just felt like it was Vince's to...
0: Yeah, Vince was going to is gonna run result.
1: on this touchdown. Right. The shoot, it's second What and was three. your... Describe your nervous level. Do you remember it? I wasn't when, nervous. When we had a... Even when we had a fourth, fourth down? No,
0: I don't... I barely remember it was fourth down. Like, it just didn't... It didn't click to me. There was never a time during this drive, besides that third and 12 with the face mask, that I thought we're in trouble. Like Vince was going to do it. So they're showing the montage of Pino missing extra point. extra point, 31 yard field goal, which, hey, it worked out. We would be down one, and Pino would be the hero, but that's
1: not how it was written. So I've talked to Casey Studdard one time. He's not a huge fan of kickers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure at that point he was he had some words. Oh, my God. This is all you do. This is all you do. <laughs> this is, yes. Have you seen what we're doing? We're uh, fighting it, you know, bleeding on every single play. Yeah. Oh,
0: I forgot about this graphic. They show the, the win streaks. So, yeah, USC had won 34 straight games.
1: Yeah, among the best. I'm not sure anyone will ever touch Oklahoma's, but. No, 47? That's insane. I believe Oklahoma's was 57. Oh, it's 57? Yeah, I'm not sure anyone's going to. Well, it's a bit much. So here we are 38 33. 30 seconds left in the game. 35. Five. Yep. All in the nine.
0: Let's see if they have a.
1: guy I was so close to getting picked off. It just felt like he was just trying to force it to Swede. Yeah. Um...
0: I love the cuts back to Pete Carroll after every defensive play, and he's looking at his sheet. It's like you have no answer <laughs> for.
1: What do for I for do? This just, just, what's done well? What's done well? What do I got? So yeah, fourth and five.
0: I don't remember like being nervous.
1: I do. Wow. I'm I think I'm jumping up and down in front of the TV by now. And he looks for a he looks for an open target and you just say, stop looking, just take off. And there it is. Yep. And still not still not celebrating, jumping around. He just No he just I'm gonna I'm gonna take this ball. There's nineteen seconds there. left. I wonder where those. that ball is right now. I don't
0: know. And, uh, when you walk into Longhorn Steakhouse, or not Longhorn, Steakhouse, Vince Young Steakhouse. Yeah.
1: That's where, it, that's where it should be. Well, he doesn't own it anymore, so I don't know. So and I. So yeah, 19 seconds left. Did you think that they had a shot? I was a little worried at this point because a field goal, obviously, um, Texas. Goes for two here, and who do you give it to after that? Yeah, uh, just, no one else. Just let him keep no one, it. No one else. <laughs> but USC yeah. makes a huge
0: mistake. They call a timeout here. They got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They have twelve men on the field. So that's why they call the timeout. Who gives a shit? Why are you calling a timeout? What penalty are you gonna get that's gonna hurt you more on the extra point? That's true. That's true. Give them the two points. Who cares? You're down three. Keep your time out because it screws them over. Because what we'll we'll see in a little bit. Reggie Bush goes for like 40 yards on a play. Yes. Gets them to the 40 or the 45. Keep your time out, Pete Carroll. It's a dang coaching mistake. And give the ball to Marshawn Lynch cool too. Mistake.
1: I felt, you know, when USC is driving back down the field. I felt a little bit like I do every single time my team is up on the Patriots. Sure. I like can tell that clock reads zero point. It's not, it doesn't no. mean anything until that clock says zero.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the same way with, you know, if I'm watching a Spurs game against the Warriors or something like that. It doesn't matter.
1: Not over till it's over. hmm
0: So yeah like you said you just gotta
1: there's no other play here than
0: just give the ball to Vince
1: and he's gonna go yeah the amount of adrenaline he had in his body he, yeah he could have knocked anybody over at the time yeah it, it didn't matter
0: yeah just a little QB draw yeah easy stretches over yeah 19 seconds left I was a little nervous. Tiny bit, but... You know, Liner never really had a strong arm, but you get the ball to Reggie Bush, you can make a couple people missing and go. I couldn't imagine what would have happened if they would have came back. Or, oh, my gosh. gosh even kicked even a field goal to tie it up. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I think they probably win in overtime. But, yeah, Pete, this is not a good rewatch for old Pete Carroll. No. No spy on that fourth and five. I mean, they, they send a blitz with a couple guys. The The line picks it up perfect. Vince threw 40 passes and was not sacked one time. Zero sacks. Zero sacks. 30 of 40. Yeah, and didn't get a sack. Like, that's, that's, that's probably the best Texas O-line
1: in the past 20 years, I would say. Vince had three rushing touchdowns in this game. Yeah. 200, so. uh, over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it confused with the Rose Bowl the previous year occasionally where he had I believe four rushing touchdowns right yeah yeah because Selvin
0: Young got a touchdown Romance Taylor got a touchdown so so they're receiving the kickoff thank goodness it doesn't go to to Bush it's just good coaching but yeah they started on the 30 they got 16 seconds left they got that dude so it's not over yet but this is the only time I was nervous this is I, I trusted our defense, but it wasn't like the trust in Vince.
1: Well, they were just... Yeah, they were so spent,
0: too, we I mean, have to imagine. Oh, gosh, yeah. But yeah, we almost get a sack, and he shovels it to Reggie, and he takes off, man. He gets it to the 43. The Texas 43 with eight seconds left. You have a timeout. You can toss it up to Dwayne Jarrett, get a quick timeout and a field goal, but...
1: I'm a little surprised that Matt Leiner dances around so much in this in this next play um, yes he essentially essentially runs the clock out for us Yes, he just zero he, if he had just thrown it you know done that yeah. gotten rid of it yeah and they could have they could have lived, lived to play another down but yeah I'm glad he didn't. awareness I'm glad he didn't no yeah <laughs> he showed that aware, awareness in his uh, illustrious NFL career yeah really really turned it around he really did. Yeah,
0: throw it out of bounds now
1: And he just, yeah They're crashing down on him, he's just running around
0: Not the game I was, were you looking for a flag? Yeah Yeah, I was too, just in case And they they rushed the field
1: I was looking for that flag And I was like, uh. I actually really like The class of Pete Carroll In the interviews after the game Yeah, he does he truly, great job. He truly did give credit where or, or credit was due. Um, whereas, whereas Matt Leiner did not. No, that's one thing I want to talk about
0: is I still think we're the better team. Well, he starts the interview by saying, oh, was, you know, it was a hard fought win. I mean, we lost. Like he's just going through the motions or whatever. Like he, he it not even, he can't even comprehend that they lost. And he's like, oh, we're still the best team. Of course, now he says that differently. But it's the ultimate, ultimate bitterness, and and
1: I can I, I can understand that to a certain extent, I guess. Just just being better. Well, we're we're still the better team. Mm-hmm. Well, or you good. know, I, I don't know what's what going to hurt your pride more, admitting that you lost to a team that was better than you, or if if you were to say you know their team's just one man, that's even that's even worse yeah. when you when you lost to one man. Yeah, you lost to one guy. Yeah, so. What were your immediate thoughts after just after the game? What do you remember? Disbelief. Disbelief. I have... I've never experienced it with Tennessee, my NFL team, but I, I've experienced it with the Longhorns and I've experienced it with the Spurs and I've experienced it with the Astros. Of course, now I feel differently about that, but but it's such an amazing feeling and we, I remember my friends and I packed up our stuff and went downtown <laughs> um, I remember we opened up our uh, balcony door there and i-35 was like a parking lot all the all cars were stopped on i-35 and everybody on i-35 was honking their horns that's awesome North and south, just more honks than you heard um, just hundreds of cars honking their horns yeah they we went downtown it was it was like a riot downtown the streets were as were full people just jumping up and down yelling expletive USC and... mm. yeah what a wild night but yeah Pete Carroll really does um, give a lot of credit to he doesn't hint at anything like well they just made the plays tonight he, he, he just this is a great football team
0: yeah
1: they were the better football team tonight so. yeah he gives a really good interview
0: was this personally your best sports year? Because so I think it might have been besides 2014, like overall 05 was my best one. Because the Spurs win the championship this year, okay. or that summer, then
1: Texas wins. I'm gonna have to say 08, probably overall. Really, my best one. Um, yeah, because I mean in 05, the Titans were four and 12. So if I'm if I'm taking all my teams, you got Tennessee went 13 and three. Longhorns went 12-1 and one in 08. Spurs went 56-26. And I mean, none of them made it all the way, but just overall season-wise. season, season wise, Sure. Um, the, the Spurs, I believe, lost to the Lakers Yeah. in the um, conference finals. Is that when Texas lost to Alabama, 08? No. But well, that was 09. Yeah. Yeah. Was 09 because they went... Because they went thirteen and one rather than twelve and one, they had that extra game. Right.
0: Yeah, because we lost to Tech
1: in 08 on yeah. that bullshit.
0: Yeah. Which definitely might be a rewatch in the future.
1: Yes. And it really shows um, in the Big Twelve Championship game this this season. You know, this season of the the national championship when they played Buffalo or Colorado. They played Colorado and it just shows how how much better they were than even the second place team in the Big 12. Mhm. 70 to 3 is obviously you can look at the score and see. And it just wasn't I don't know what Colorado was doing in that in that game.
0: It says a lot too when you blow out Oklahoma. Now, it wasn't
1: a great Oklahoma team,
0: but they went 8 and 4. They have talent and you kill them 45 to 12 or whatever
1: it was. Five to 12. Says a lot You had asked me What the Best college About the Best college team ever What are your thoughts On that
0: I I Even though I, you know, I'm a huge Texas fan I loved Those early 2000s Hurricanes teams the, Yeah I guess the one Is probably the Yeah I I, I remember rooting for them Against Ohio State But like, that was just A fun team to watch um, but then you go, oh, okay, they got Ken Dorsey. I'd probably rather have Vince Young as my college quarterback. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the greatest team ever, I mean, that's hyperbole. It's pretty popular with the kids these days. But like USC and Texas, these two teams are definitely in that top
1: 10. Yeah, and I think, I think an argue, argument could be made that this is the best national championship game of all time. I agree. But as for, like, you got your 95, '1990. as for best team, I don't I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. The 95 Nebraska team, you know, they, they trailed for one quarter the entire season. Wow. And, they, you know, they went on to win it all, and they were scoring 50-plus points a game. sure there's an Alabama team you can put in there, yeah, too. Killer defense, yeah. Oddly enough, probably not under Saban, you know, probably a lot earlier than that. Mm, Maybe. Yeah, I think it could be argued that it was the greatest championship game of all time. Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely in the moment. I think a lot of like college football historians said, hey, this is the best game we've ever seen. You know, it helped the ESPN hype machine. Or this game was helped a lot by the ESPN hype machine. Saying, to, you know, USC was the greatest team ever. And then Texas beating the greatest team ever. What does that make Texas? It is was, was kind of like a perfect storm. And it I think it really just set the stage for the next four years, which were a really fun four years of Texas
1: football. They really were. And it, it's, it's kind of wild to look back at how spoiled we were. Mm-hmm immediately jumping from Vince Young to Colt McCoy I and mean, that's that's seven seven unbelievable years you know of of quarterbacks there and, and of course now we're just now finally got a you know yeah got our good our good one for the horns but yeah it took 10 years yeah, true because Colt um you know, looked it up 10 and 3 10 and 3 12 and 1 and 13 and 1 yeah in his four four years at Texas and so. And the last two losses
0: he had, he got hurt in the, the championship game, so he didn't play. And the other one, he led the comeback against Tech. And then we just gave up that last second drive, and we missed that interception. Like Gideon, number 21. Gideon. Good good player, but I don't know how that ball falls through your, through your hands. No, I don't either. So we just watched... Yeah, I felt bad for Michael Huff here because he, he's got to go on right after Vince Young. And Vince Young is, like, just charismatic as hell in his, in his post-game speech. And Michael Huff's got to come
1: up here and be like,
0: "Uh, yeah, we played hard. Thanks, guys. And they ask him one question.
1: Yeah. Okay, on defense. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I got to follow Vince. Okay. Thanks a lot. One one thing that stood, stood out to me in this game was the uh, the tackling. It was, I mean, in open field. You know, our secondary this year Texas secondary this year was, was just um, light years ahead of what what they have now and have, have had for the past few years yeah it's unbelievable Michael Huff one on one with anybody he's bringing them down
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean and you're talking about Reggie Bush just studs
0: I mean it, it was a blast going back and watching this game there's just so many like just blue chip Like, badass dudes. The funny thing is, is, like, none of these guys really had, or none of the stars in this game went on to be pro bowlers or, you know, consistent pro bowlers or anything like that. It's just kind of like this this trapped in this little moment in 2005. This is all there, yeah. This is everybody's apex. (laughs) That's it. But it's amazing. So, probably should wrap it up. Our video is wrapping up. You oh, right. got any final thoughts?
1: I don't. I'm always looking for an excuse to go back and watch this game. And this time, my wife actually watched some of it with me towards the end there. And she was just, just amazed. Yeah. He just makes it look so effortless. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it really does. Do you remember yeah. the ratings? It was a ma- magic. I do not.
0: Uh, so, 35 million people watched. Which is easily a national championship game record by like I think five or six million people.
1: Still stands, wow. Yeah, still stands. Wow. Like that's a lot. Yeah, it was things. something that I'd like to repeat, you know, because sometimes I feel like I'm just, you know, living in the past, and because it's just it's just mentioned so many times, but, but it was just that great, you know. It wasn't just a national championship. It was just that kind of game. I'm just glad to glad to say I, I you know I watched it, and you had mentioned earlier something about Vince and Leonard, um, who did face each other again in, in the NFL. Leonard for the Cardinals and and Vince for the Titans, and that was the there was a point in that game where the Titans at the end of the game were down on their own one yard line. Uh, down with uh, I think it was around two and a half minutes left. Vince like, led a 99-yard yeah. drive down the field, and, and at one point, when he's about in midfield, it show the camera shows Matt Leinart on the sidelines. He's got that he's got that look like he's he's gonna do this again yeah. with me. <laughs> and sure, that's the one where he he scrambles and tosses it up to Kenny Britt, uh, who just pinballs his way down to the ground. It's on a fourth down too.
0: I think there was multiple fourth down conversions in that drive. There no, were. There were. And oh, gosh, I, gosh. Matt Leinert's just got to, <laughs> he's got
1: to see Vince in his nightmares. <laughs> yeah. And that was
0: Leinert's like, hey, this is my big moment. Because he, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, we talked about his, he didn't have a very good career, but he, he was playing good that game. That's all he was. Know, Vince ain't going to let you have it. All right, thanks for listening to We're Not From Harvard sports section. You can follow us at WNFH underscore podcast on Twitter. Please like and subscribe or whatever, or don't. I don't care. Um, But hope you enjoyed our podcast, and uh, we'll be back soon.